Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today um this is our cult it's just me and joe talking to each other it's the comedy and mushroom cult uh because we it's it's trying times in 2020 joe briggs well it's Um, not if you're a member of the cult i just want to be clear for most people, is it a trying time? Yes. For members of our cult, is it trying? Yes, also, but not as bad. Well, yeah. I mean, I was going to get that. You didn't let me, like, like I literally was talking for five seconds, and then you're just like, well, you didn't sell the cult hard enough. Like, I was going to, like, like, I was just going to, like, ease them in. Like, I didn't know that we were supposed to come hot with, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to tough sell right now. Like, is that your selling style? You're like, you need this shit. Yeah, I'm like the hard sell, and you're the soft sell. Yeah. I mean, like, so like this guy's too aggressive. We're going to go with that guy. We're selling the same product. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's yeah, like we're, it's good cop, bad cop, but fuck the police, right? You know, yeah. like that's, that's what it is. And instead of selling justice, we're selling a cult. Well, but also but justice. Selling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the police only sell justice. We're selling justice. Uh, with a subscription, <laughs> like a subscription fee that on and, top of taxes. Yeah. And we're selling just us and then other Whoa. people who are also in the cult. I mean, Whoa. Thousands, maybe hundreds, millions. We don't believe Wait. in mathematics. As far as I know, what's the world population right now? Throw a guess. 660 million. That's just double 600. the US population. That's wrong. That's 7.8 billion. As far as I know, there's 7.8 bills in this cult. They just don't know about it yet. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. We firmly believe that everyone is a cult member until proven wrong. And we've never been proven that somebody's not. They're innocent until proven guilty. They're cult members until they're proven not. Yeah. And how do you prove you're not in our cult when I believe you're in our cult? Whoa. And what if I like so? And this—that's one of the original tenets that we talked about about this cult—is that rule number one? Because this is the this is the whole point. Like every cult needs structure, and our structure. Like we're gonna rip. Like we have like two good rules. Like we we write off the rip. Rule number one: everybody's a god. Did you hear, that was actually God. Did you hear that? <laughs> that was me. That was everybody. That, that was that sound. That was everybody being a god. Just already getting shut down. Like we're getting we're blasphemy right off the rip. We said everybody is a god, and that was literally everybody going, "What's up?" <laughs> no way. Me? Even me? Yeah, they didn't know. See, it's up to us to tell them. Because, like, if if Ray didn't tell me I was a god, would I have known? Eventually, maybe. I don't know. Not yet. But here's the thing: you also told me to tell you that you were a god like you just like subconsciously unconsciously third eye told me to tell you to tell me to tell everybody that we're all gods and that's the hard sell soft sell again we're back to that yeah so rule number one we're all gods you just didn't know it now you know yeah so like do you want to give us money to tell you that all the time sure i mean why wouldn't you want to do that and if you don't know, now you know. End of lyric. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know. N, the letter N, duh, of lyric. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, shout out to Joe Biden. Uh, he won Michigan today. <laughs> if it was ever in doubt. I know anything about the people of Flint, Michigan. It's that they wanted another four years with Donald Trump. That's... Hey, man, they haven't had water since Obama was president. And Obama was like, yeah, that's fucked up. It's up to Trump to fix it. And now Trump's like, yeah, now you get to fix it. 
<laughs> but whatever. Uh, rule number two, uh, we're the most important gods, me and Joe. So everybody's a god, but we're the most important because we're talent people. Exactly. There's thousands of Greek gods. What's the only one you remember? Zeus. We're both Zeus. And that's it. That's it. I don't, yeah. But you you just call us John Ray. Don't call us Zeus. We'll have no idea what you're talking about. Even though you're a god, you get it. Yeah, and if like you come up and you're like, "What's up, God?" I'm like obviously gonna say hello. Yeah. Like, but like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna know what you mean. Like, it's you know okay. what I mean? It works better if you abbreviate God and you just say, "What's up, G?" I feel like it's more colloquial. Ooh, yes. And it catches on better. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like "What's up, God?" People are like, "What are you talking about?" You say "What's up, G?" People are like, "Oh, he's fashionable." Is that what they're talking about in the hip hop? Like when you when it's when when a hip hopper goes to another hip hopper and they go, "That guy's a real G." Is that what it, that's always meant? Yes, Noop Dog is a member of our cult. He was the third member. He doesn't know it yet, but he's a member. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look in the words of his songs, it's everywhere. So if you, but here's like, here's the thing. If you sign up for a cult, so one, you, you're already a member. You just don't know it yet. Two, you join the ranks of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg yeah. is a, like, it may sound like an empty promise to you, me, and Joe, all gods. But it's not an empty promise. It's a promise. He he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't know it. Like if somebody asks him, like, "Are you a member of the the comedy of mushroom cult?" He's gonna be like, "I don't know what those n words mean." And you're gonna be like, "Don't worry. You you're a guy. You just don't know it yet." And like, that, like common, it's perfect. The most common problem I have when I'm recruiting is I'll say Snoop Dogg's a member, and they'll say, "Oh, do you mean Snoop Lion?" And I go. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Snoop Dogg, okay? Snoop Line was a mistake that happened for two years, <laughs> okay? Great. It was a great CD, though. I, just, it was a great I don't hate it. CD and probably the weirdest tour. Snoop Lion on Google, American rapper. <laughs> he literally smoked so much weed that he decided he could do reggae. That's what happened. <laughs> So here's here's my favorite thing. All right, so Snoop Dogg on Wikipedia. It's not in the like him being a member isn't in the Wikipedia yet, which is understandable because he just doesn't know yet. Um, but <laughs> he was born in 1971, and it says that his rap career is from 1992 to present. So I feel like he's like, did he just decide to be Snoop Dogg in '92 or like? was he not rapping before then or like do you like if somebody goes like hey how long have, has the cult been going on you can like you go forever you don't say 2020 like it's it's been going on forever we've always been a cult it's just we haven't told you yet so so here's the thing i was born in 1992 coincidence whoa yeah whoa what i'm saying is was snoop, snoop dog an attendee at the hospital where i was born I have no idea. I was a baby. But is it possible? Yes. It's definitely possible. He's been active. He saw well, on the day you were born is when he became actively Snoop Dogg, a.k.a. Yeah. Snoop Lion, a.k.a. Just, DJ Snoopadelic, a.k.a. He, a nickname yeah. I can't say out loud, but I, I want I want to spell it for you because it is the most ridiculous uh, nickname for a rapper ever. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Cap capital N is a Nancy. I is an Isis. G is in God. G is in God. A is an Apple. R is in Robert. A is an Apple. C is in Charles. H is in Henry. I is an Isis. That is one of his nicknames that he went by. How many nicknames does Snoop Dogg have? Like, why you have the greatest rap name in the game? Why keep going? Uh, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, Nemo Hose might be the best one. Nemo Hose. <laughs> 
So that's the problem. So like we initiated Nemo Hose into the cult. He like so Snoop Dogg might what? When was the last time somebody was like, hey, next time you do that, like you were getting introduced at a show and they were like Ray Roberts, and you were like, no, that name's too recognizable. I'm gonna go by Nemo Hose instead of Snoop Dogg. (laughs) The name that's gonna sell tickets. Where the fuck did you come up with Nemo or Hose? Is that like him and Leonard Nimoy like together? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know what you said, and I just I was confident. Like Nemo, like Finding Nemo, Nemo oh, Hose. I thought it was Nemo, as in he doesn't have enough, and I'm like that's understandable because he's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he he need he Nemo Hose if he's Snoop Dogg. Did you hear that? No. I have cult members making bars of soap upstairs. It's like that movie Fight Club. We just don't know what we're supposed to do with the soap. <laughs> it's very loud here. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that movie Fight Club, featuring Fight Club, starring Fight Club. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, our cult you can talk about. It. That's one of the great things about it, dude. You need to tell everybody. We got a Patreon. Uh, the Patreon. Because I wanted it in my name. Because I like that's that. I mean, that's that's the point of starting a cult or being a cult forever. Like we're the comedy and mushroom cult. That's that's step one. But also, uh, I have my stupid website, who is rayroberts.com. So it is patreon.com/slash wirr. So we'll we'll make sure that we put in the thing. The biggest problem I have when I'm talking to people about the cult is they look at me and say, "Stop talking about your cult," because I want to talk about your cult. Okay, it, the problem is we can't all talk about it at the same time. Everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody. Okay. We need to come up with a way where everybody can talk at the same time about it. So here's the thing: it's gonna like this is gonna come out before Thanksgiving. What's a better time to talk to people about the cult that you just joined and you just found out about than at Thanksgiving dinner? When you're when you're at the Thanksgiving table. And your Aunt Donna's talking about Donald Trump and how he won the election. Who's going to sound more crazy when you bring up the cult? Yeah, you're definitely like, you're definitely not the craziest person there when you're like, yeah, Donna, we get it. Uh, Q uh, says that there's children in our basement currently right now. Like, we all understand that. Like, we saw them. We put them there. We've got the receipts for those children. But will you shut the fuck up for five minutes while I tell you about this cult that I just joined? And we're all members. Like, you just don't know about it yet. And then the act of, they say the act of knowing is half the battle. Whoa. Yeah. I think somebody tried to steal that from us. <laughs> <laughs> we said it for, our cult's been around for 9,000 years. Okay. It's not. Whoever says that phrase, just know they got it for us. Know they're plagiarizing it, and they don't even realize it because knowing's half the battle. Oh, knowing's half the battle. I learned that. Knowing you're plagiar, knowing you're plagiarizing, knowing is half the battle. Is half the battle. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's not like it's not plagiarism if you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, and we and it's an homage. It. <laughs> what? <laughs> then it's an homage. It's an like homage. that's art. Or if you- or if you put it in quotations, you're also fine. Like and you cite it. Yeah, you yeah. cited it. Uh, we go by all MLA standards <laughs> in this cult. <laughs> if you are a non-MLA format, get the get out of my get out of here. All right, I don't want you in my cult. I don't want you near my cult. You're not a god. <laughs> Disgust me, <laughs> dude. If you use APA, get the fuck out of here. Where, oh, where'd you go? Some liberal arts college? Jesus Christ. Yeah, nobody reads that shit. Nobody, nobody not going to be added to our list here. In fact, if oh. you use APA, don't tell anybody about the cult. You're embarrassing. <laughs> Even if you did tell anybody, they're not going to listen to you because you use APA. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, So you're at Thanksgiving dinner. Your Aunt Donna won't shut the fuck up about Donald Trump and like his new kind of bronzer and how the new Melania is way better than the old one. Like she just won't shut up about it. And then you're like, let me tell you about APA 
citations. And she'll be like, yo, you are definitely not in the comedy of Mushroom Cult. And then you'll be like, how do you know about this, Aunt Donna? And she'll be like, I'm a member too. I'm just also crazy, but I use MLA. Like if you use MLA and you love Donald Trump, we prefer you over somebody who uses APA. I'm just going to put that out there. It might be a bold stance, but I think if that's where we draw the line and it has to be drawn. People, people that cut in line at grocery stores don't use MLA. Somebody had no. to say that. <laughs> Hitler, big we, fan of APA. Big fan. Maybe even the biggest fan. Yeah. Oh my God. Anti-people everywhere. That's what APA stands for. Yeah, the, the second A stands for everywhere. <laughs> It's a Midwest joke. <laughs> it's that it's that what's that A and E smushed together? Oh that umlauts? Oh wait, the A E. <laughs> the umlauts is the dot. It's the A, it's the the Nordic AE with umlauts above it. <laughs> Anti-people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. This is so dumb. Um, so we've hey, got so that. Nazis. Yeah, see? They were dumb. They spelled everywhere with an A. It wasn't my spelling. It wasn't me being stupid. It was it was them spelling it wrong. Oh, my dog's in here. Come on, dumb dumb. Get in here. <laughs> do we uh, I don't know. So do we do we give do we have to give like a backstory as to like how we join the cult? Well, I thought that we were always in the cult, but yeah, go ahead. What's the backstory? Just go for it. This is true. I was I was always in the cult, but I didn't always realize it. Yeah. Um, I figured it out at an Aldi's. At an Aldi's? Yes. Somebody, okay, so Aldi's, I don't know if you know this, charges for shopping carts. Yeah. And, well, they, they charge you a rental fee. Like, you get it back. Like, it's a deposit. Yeah, but I didn't, I did not have the required deposit, which is a metaphor for land ownership in this country. And I couldn't get a shopping cart. And somebody leaving said, hey, you want my shopping cart? I said, you're not gonna get your 50 cents back. And they said, I don't care, okay? It's you know 25. Where are you going to an Aldi? It's, first of all, you're getting price gouged at your Aldi. It's, it's 25 like, cents usually. Very nice. Maybe it's 25 cents. I, I When you can't afford any money, it's all the same. Okay, okay. that's true, that's true. It's like when your spiritual cup is completely empty it doesn't matter what you put in that cup, whether it's APA or MLA format, you're just going to take what's ever in your cup. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the APA time. <laughs> but somebody let me borrow their, car, their cart. And I said, thank you. How can I ever repay you? And they said, you want to join a cult? You know who that person was? Who? God. What? <laughs> we're all God. You know, I always forget rule number one. <laughs> People say, where did you meet God? And they go, oh, I was at church. I was here. I was there. I was in an Aldi's parking lot in the middle of autumn. Leaves everywhere. It was a freaking nightmare logistically. Meet God. And I'm saying M-E-E-T, not M-E-A-T. It's not God made out of meat. Well, it is. It's a person, but God. Every God's a meat God if you think about it. This is true. Except for people that use APA. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. They're just shit. Completely. And they're, they're like, it's fixable. <clears throat> so, I mean, you can get the MLA handbook. It's it's online for free now, I believe. Like, when I was in college, you, have, you used to have to pay for it. Or, like, go to, like, there's, like, some Hoot Owl website. It was like Owl MLA or something like that. Now, yeah, I think I remember that. Now it's now it's online. <laughs> Just yeah, Pretty sure MLA handbook. They're on the eighth edition uh, currently. That's that's honestly embarrassing. I it's like done. how many times do they have to like fix it? How many times has someone seen the worst format ever made and gone, we can make it worse? And just kept going. 
Well, I, I don't know what the APA handbook is. That's that's the worst one. Oh, I thought you were talking about the APA one. Are we talking about No, it's a, could you could you keep up with our yes and here? Like goddamn. Like it's it's a very like it's a very simple bit so far. Is that what <laughs> It's so embarrassing that this is the first episode. I, and Ray was like just don't embarrass us. <laughs> and all I've done all you've done is yell at people to join the cult four seconds in and then forget MLA versus APA. Joe's a secret Nazi. <laughs> that's, I, that's what it is. If, if I found out that way, I'd be bummed. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a cult where people find out they're not, not God, but they're Nazis. That's, that's so much worse. That's, that's very, like, but the, like the way you find out is like, for whatever reason, I mean, we're adults now. We don't have to turn in papers, but you turn in a paper on something, and they're like, "Is this APA? Are you a I, Nazi?" <laughs> I, I I imagine how different my life would be if, when I was in that all this parking lot, I got that part <laughs> and I looked up, and it wasn't God, but Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Ziskot goes to Auschwitz. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. Can I use it? They're like, yeah, you get you don't really have a choice. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's even more terrifying because all these is German. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. wow. And they're like the, the most efficient grocery store, which is terrifying too. Those are like two words that shouldn't go together. So quick question. Did you become a Nazi at all? <laughs> because like you, you like you went from hard selling our cult to everybody to hard selling how efficient and how how German Aldi's is. Like, <laughs> so here's the thing: to pay the bills for us, I am working at Aldi's, <laughs> and I and by work I use the term working very loosely. I just find loose carts and put them back in and collect the change. It's not lucrative. <laughs> so, sometimes I walk out of there with 75 cents in a day. Sometimes two, three bucks. That's a, That would be a good hustle for like a homeless person is to hang out in the Aldi parking lot and be like, yo, I will put your cart back if I get to keep the quarter. It's even more efficient if you do it with a knife and you ask. What? Yeah, if you like, you're done shopping at all these. Somebody comes up to you with a knife and says, "Give me the cart." You're gonna give them that cart. That's twenty five cents. That's it. It's efficient. Do you not see that? Is that... <laughs> but one, that's not a question. That's a command. Two, if you ask. <laughs> If you, if you ask, if you do that, that's a one, that's only, that's 25 cents. Like you better be 25 cents away from your goal if you're threatening to kill somebody. But if you go right off the rip, you're like, hey, give me your cart. And then like now, now you can't ask anybody else for their cart. Like it's, you can't do it multiple times. If you put please after it. Like, give please me give me your cart. <laughs> I don't want to do this. When they're calling the cops, they're like, did you feel threatened? And they're like, kind of. He was polite, at least. Don't hurt him. He had a knife. But, like, I don't know what the knife was for. Like, he wasn't, like, he had the knife, but he wasn't threatening with it. Like, he's like, hey, can I please have your cart? And he was, like, very willy-nilly with the knife, so I wasn't afraid of it. I was more worried about him hurting himself with it on accident. For the record, it it was less stabby knife, more like a paring knife. Like, oh, he might, he might need that quarter to go buy an apple and use the paring knife to peel the skin off. Well, see, there you go. Very caring. Do you know who else was caring? The, the, the group, the cult that were going to steal our first uh, plagiarized rule from, since it's going to be Thanksgiving. Yeah, might as well. And, I mean, these are obviously the best people in the entire world. Like, this is the, the first original there was no history in our great country before this group of cult members showed up on the doorstep of our great country like these are the first people to show up 
like civilized people, like real people, like people that have like a culture and like knew what was best for everybody around. Like this group of people really set it off right. Like everything was like a calamity before these people showed up. And it's the pilgrims. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's the pilgrims who, it, I hope, is the one thing that we're taking from them, the outfits? Oh, no, we don't have that much money. Like, that's, I feel like it'd be expensive to dress like a pilgrim now. I just want to start wearing my belt buckles on my hats. I think you can just do that. Like, if, uh, if you want to do that, like, just like a flat bill with a belt, <laughs> with a belt wrapped around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They won't let you know all this with that. <laughs> just like do yourself a favor, and if you're gonna wear your belt buckle around your hat, just like slide it down to your neck and finish the job. You know, like that's that's what we're gonna do with that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to learn about the pilgrims? I'm gonna steal this straight off of Wikipedia. Are you ready? Yeah. The pilgrims were the English settlers who came to North America on the Mayflower and established the Plymouth Colony in what is today Plymouth, Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> named after the final de departure, of, uh, departure port of Plymouth, Davon, whatever that is, their leadership came from the religious congregations of Brownists or Separatist Puritans who had fled religious persecution in England for the tolerance of the 17th century Holland in the Netherlands. That is so funny to me that they were like, they arrived in a brand new place to them, a new place. And they're like, hey, what should we call this? And the like one guy was like, where did we just come from? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. They're like, that's man, I'm, I am tired. We spent like forever on this fucking boat. And now we're supposed to name this place? Like, that wasn't part of the deal. And, like, they, they definitely pawned it off to, like, the lowest guy. And then when they found out what he named it, they're just like, God damn it, Jerry. You piece of shit. <laughs> you had four months to figure this out. Like, imagine if... Time. Yeah, imagine if, like, we had been planning this cult for, like, I don't know, a few weeks. And then we log on to talk to each other and we're like, fuck it, let's do it. Like, like, we're the pilgrims. Like, we were just like, hey, let's figure yeah. it out. We don't really know where it's... Like, it's been around forever. Like, we can't put, like... Like, Plymouth had always been Plymouth, but they're like, we don't know what to call it, so let's just, like, call it the last place that we called something else, you know? I'm so happy we didn't just call this, like, Joe's Living Room. A cult podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you say it that way... That's a pretty great podcast name. <laughs> and for $20 on our Patreon, you too can be a member of the exclusive cast. For $20 a month, you can you can probably live in Joe's living room. That's our uh, $20 tier, is you get to be Joe's roommate for $20 a month. <laughs> and I cannot stress this enough, it is open to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> If you rob people for their cart quarters in the Aldi parking lot, you are welcome for $20 a month. Well, that, I'm fine with those people because I know they have money. I know they have a steady income. Of $20 a month. With a knife, no mask in 2020. They're getting that cart. Where'd you get the knife? How'd you get the money for the knife? Had to have some funding. That's a business decision to invest in the knife. Cutco. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Cutco Knives. Cutco Knives, the best knives in, uh, in all of business. Uh, just for... Are you fixing to uh, stab somebody in all these parking lot? Look no further than <laughs> Cutco Knives. We've got knives of all shapes and sizes, and now a vegetable peeler. From the makers of Cutco, uh, you can get kitchen knives, knife sets, table knives, and super shears. Cutco, the official sponsor of the Comedy of Mushroom Cult. Robbery in the parking lot of Aldi's. 
Cutco. Get those quarters. Do you ever wonder with those companies that sell stuff like that? Like, when do you think they got the first call? Like, hey, some guy got in an argument with his wife in the kitchen. Long story short, used your knife to kill somebody. Like, how do you not go out of business at that point if you're Cutco? But here's the question. So this is like, and I think we're going to have to deal with this at some point. They're going to be like, hey, since everybody's a member of our cult, like we've already established that. They just don't know it yet. Like if somebody gets murdered, they're going to be like, hey, one cult member murdered another. And we're going to be like, ooh. But were they using yeah, MLA just, format at the time? Like that's because yeah. so like the same thing. They're like, hey, uh, they used a Cutco knife. Cutco, where the cuts go? Uh <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> not a house. It's not like a house for knives. Cutco, where the cuts go, bring out Cutco knives. Just like a fucking Rambo, and the name comes on the screen. Yeah, we just wrote a commercial. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, if they're like, "Hey, he he cut off their head with Cutco," and they're like, "Well, was it still sharp afterwards?" Like, you don't just like you don't admit <laughs> fault. Like, you you ask a follow up question. Well, that's a good enough. Plus, like the thing is, if, okay, if, if a cult member kills another cult member and they're both using MLA format at the time, right? Nobody died. You can't kill God. Okay. That's true. I also don't want to victim blame because obviously, like, you don't want to murder. Like, nobody wants anybody to get murdered, but nobody yeah. gets murdered using MLA format. That's yeah. that's just kind of it's in it's in there. It's in the eighth edition. That's why they had to come out with an eighth edition is they added it and they're like, if you're using MLA nothing bad will happen. The instant that you like cite something in APA format, done. We're going to cut go right through your face. What do you, what do you think is a worse job? Stabbing people in all these parking lot for quarters or working for APA? Writing the book. You Do you actually have to stab people or just no. threaten? Just the threat is usually enough. You get a good oh, working for APA for sure. Like I don't want, I don't like threatening's completely different than assault. Like that's a completely different charge. Not to me. Whoa! All right, explain. Can't further further expand on this. If somebody I don't, long story short, if somebody I don't like says, "Joe, I'm going to stab you," that hurts me, right? But if someone I really like stabs me and then says it was an accident, I don't even care. That seems uh, that seems obnoxious. It's actually it doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. I kind of was like, I'm gonna figure this one out as I go, and then as I finished explaining it, I was like, Yeah, that'll that'll roll. It's very hard to yes and uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> when you were like, you got it, I was like, oh, We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but see, here's the difference: is like if they stab you and you like them, one that means that they're they're a member of the cult. You can be a member as well on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/wirr uh, for as little as two dollars. That's I mean that's a baseline. Uh, that's four if they stabbed cards. you with a what? That's four shopping cards. Times that's, two. Yeah, that's eight shopping cards. Could have just said it like that. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> So if, I really if, hope somebody. I, I hope somebody wasn't listening right there and was like, "Only four shopping carts," and paused it, went, stuck up four shopping carts, came home, hit resume, and was like, "God damn it!" Should have waited. Be patient. Yeah. Good thing, like 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 if you were robbing people for their cart money at Aldi, you got to be patient. Like you can't just like you can't. This is this is a great allegory for this podcast so far. Is you can't just like jump in and jump down somebody's throat and be like, "Give me your cart money." You got to be like, "Hey, could I possibly maybe get your cart money?" And then you catch more uh, flies with sugar or honey, whatever well, that statement is. So what I'm yielding is everything that I've done so far has been pretty wrong. Pretty close. I mean, it's so not like everything. Part of having a cult is learning how to have a cult, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Like, we're all learning. But, like, you just have to be – see, here's the thing. Is you're hard-selling with nothing behind it. You know what I mean? You're like, you got to join this thing. And then they're like, why? And you're like, just because you, you got to. You know when you go to a car dealership and the guy selling the cars knows he has, like, the best car ever and he knows you can afford it? And he's just like comes up to you and he's like, I want to see you in this car. 
and you get scared and run away because he's such a psycho. That's me. But I just want to see you in this car. This is a good deal. But you're passionate, and that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that we need. Because if it was just me, I'd be like, "Hey, man, this cult's great. You should that's... have already like you should have already been giving us money. Like, and if you don't, like, no worries. Like, you gotta have the give and you have to have the give and go. You know what I mean? Like, you have yeah. to. I feel like passionate is just a nice way to say like, take it easy. No, you just. I mean, it's good. Feel it in. Yeah, I mean, it's like you just gotta. You're using it like a like a sledgehammer. You gotta use it like a scalpel, like a cutco knife. Use it less like a sledgehammer, <laughs> more like a cutco knife. Did you know our scissors can cut a penny? Cutco, the only cut that cuts. <laughs> Bring. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till that uh, check clears. Yeah, that'd be like. This is what we do for them for free because our great members give us money to do it for free for them. So, you know, it's actually crazy. I used to work for Cutco. So Did this you? would this like us plugging them in the podcast would not be the first time I have not gotten paid by Cutco in my life. Did you do a good job selling Cutco? Because I've either was, heard people got fleeced by them or they made like a bunch of money. So... I set a record that's like I think my favorite record. I sold a like like a record amount of vegetable peelers because it was the cheapest thing you could sell. So in like one month, I sold like thirty-two vegetable peelers, and that was it. I was I couldn't do it when people are like these knives are so expensive. I'd be like, you're right, go to Walmart. That's more. That's more than one vegetable peeler a day. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Like, if you ask, like, I'm pretty good at sales. That's what I do for, like, a living. Outside of being a god, a capital G god, yeah. like, yeah. I, I sell I sell things. And if somebody was like, you need to sell at least one vegetable peeler every day, I'd be like, this is a tall order. How much is the vegetable peeler? Like, more than $2? Like, that's absurd. But they, like, my the guy that was my manager was getting, like, he, like, had to sit me down, and he's like, Joe. We're killing the vegetable peeler game. We know that, right? <laughs> but it's called Cutco Knives. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the cuts go, and we need you to cut things, not peel things. And they, they, I just remember him being so like frustrated. He's like, what, I don't know what you're doing with the vegetable peelers. He's like, I don't know how you're selling so many. And that's it. I was like, because they're $12.95 and everything else is like over $80. It's, it's a $13 vegetable peeler. And it's great. I still have mine. <laughs> you sold a 13, you sold 32 $13 vegetable peelers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, all right, let's, let's, let's role play this. And you never cut somebody in the oldest parking lot. Like that's my biggest fear when I'm in the oldest parking lot is you're going to find some guy who's at the end of his rope and I'm going to be like, give me the cart. And he's going to be like, you know what? Just do it. And then that's when I'm out of a job. That's true. You're in yeah. jail. You can't you can't be stealing carts while you're in jail. Well, I'm not gonna stab um, them. I'm just gonna leave all these. <laughs> did we want to talk about the pilgrims more at all, oh, or yeah. did we just want to like? <laughs> did we just? <laughs> I did. I did seven seconds of research on the pilgrims and found out they're the most boring people in the entire world, and that's probably why our country sucks so much. It's just like we got founded by the most boring people who were like, "Hey, these super cool people who like actually have like a fun." religion that has like cool gods and like smokes weed and does a whole bunch of cool stuff how about we kill all of them but also let's eat dinner with them so we have thanksgiving 200 years from now what uh did pilgrims like drinking stuff or were they just like obscenely boring? they're puritans like they're just like boring people like legitimately they left the church of england because like that like the church of england was like hey you have to be members of the church of england and they're like we just kind of want to like not be members of the church of england so they like followed this guy his last name was brown so they were brownists and they're like we're we're gonna be brownists like our entire thing is about being covered in poop and then they just were like we're we're sick of being covered in poop in england so we're gonna be covered in poop in like the Netherlands, and then they were like, "Ooh, the Netherlands kind of sucks because none of these people people speak English." And then like, then they're like, "Let's go somewhere else. Like, if we're not gonna speak English, let's just go wherever." Uh, and then they came over here, and they're like, "Hey guys, sick tan. Uh, we're gonna steal all of your land." Imagine how frustrated they came over here, and they're like, "We're gonna start the strictest country in the world. No drinking, no fun." 
And now America's like the most hot and loose country on the planet. But like they like, like went over there and they found like the coolest, most fun people. They're like, hey, you guys live off the land and like love like the sky and shit. We're gonna fuck that all up. But also you're gonna teach us how to make corn. Like, <laughs> like thank you. That's like the most messed up thing is like like we did we grew up not that long ago, but in grade school they were like, Yeah, everybody got along. Like you'd be going to grade school and they'd be talking about things and they'd be like, Everybody got along great, guys. And like you were kids, so you're just like, okay. But they were like, yeah, nobody ever fought pilgrims, Indians. They had a big feast, Thanksgiving. They saw us like they were like the Indians, like the engines, the engines. Uh, they all saw like the red-skinned people. They all like the the savages. They saw that like us God-fearing people were all starving and emaciated and couldn't even live. So they're like, "Hey guys, we'll teach you how to make corn, and then in return, just give us smallpox and, and we'll call it even." Like that was that was that was the that was how I learned about Thanksgiving. It is obscene that America is still like. 90% corn based. We put it in our cars now. Like, That's wild. Like, what if they would have taught us how to like grow something cool? I, I was trying to think of cool things you could grow, and I was just like, potatoes. That was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, potatoes are cool. But like, we, <laughs> it doesn't work either. <laughs> I don't know. So the rule that we're stealing from them, uh, we decided beforehand because that was the only cool thing about, like, literally, there is nothing cool about the Pilgrims. They're the most boring people in the entire world, and they started the dumbest country in the entire world and killed all the cool people. And But, like, the only cool thing they did is if you weren't part of their group, on the boat, they called you a stranger. I think, like, they just... Like, they knew who you were. Yeah. You just weren't in their group, so they called you a stranger. So the rule we're taking is that all of our followers are called strangers. No. Strangers or gods. Or both. And both. Well, yeah, definitely. Everybody's a god, but not everybody's a stranger. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It costs $2 a month to be a stranger. Yeah, I mean... Picture it this way. You go home. You're in college right now. You go home for Thanksgiving because you don't. I'm not in college. I graduated a while ago. This is hypothetical to somebody listening. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. They're in college right now. They're listening. They're like, man, I want my mom to be proud of me. So I'm going home for Thanksgiving because she insists upon it because they voted for Donald Trump. And what's the one way? They're from the suburbs. Proud? What do you expect them to do? They're white. They're from the suburbs. They're, they're worried about children being bought and sold. Like, where else are they going to be? Like, you have to have Thanksgiving. That's how you tell everybody about it. When when you dunked on your bat, when you put your basketball hoop low and you dunked on it and broke the rim, your parents bought you another one. That's the type of neighborhood I'm talking to. My parents refused to buy me a second one. Anyways. <laughs> you want to make your mom proud? Become a stranger. We're at the Thanksgiving table. Everybody's talking. She goes, what's going on with you? How's school going? You say, school? <laughs> Screw it. I'm a stranger. That And then they're going to ask you. They're going to be like, whoa, what's a stranger? You'd be like, let me tell you. Everybody's a god. That's rule number one. So, rule number um, two, Joe and Ray are, are the best gods. They're the biggest strangers. Rule number three, you're a stranger if you give us $2 a month. And you can call yourself a stranger. The you know, it's the craziest thing to me is I tried to soft sell right there, and you can feel how unnatural it is. I just want to it's yell at people. For you. Like, yeah, it's unnatural. I just want to be like, you're a stranger now. Give us your money. Here's my knife. That's true. Like that's what. It's, but here's now when you're robbing people in Aldi, which I'm assuming that like that's what everybody's going to do now. Um, is if you get like whoever the eighth person is that you steal their their cart money from, you can be like, "You're the lucky. You're a stranger now. You're lucky." That that works out twofold because would it have to be the ninth person? Okay, it doesn't matter because I'm assuming the eighth person would run away. So lucky number nine, I say, "Hey, give me your money. Give me your cart," and then that's when I give it to him. 
But no, right. that's the that's that would be that would be the start of your second stranger. The eighth person would be the end of your first stranger. Okay. And what are you going to do with two dollars and twenty five cents? Who's got two dollars and twenty five cents laying around? That's why we're only asking for two dollars. It's nice. Yeah, I know. But round. so I, I threaten him, number eight. I threaten him with a knife. I take his cart. Then I go. I say, wait here. <laughs> I say, wait. Just wait. Tr- trust me. The guy that just took your cart by knife. Trust me. Just wait for me to come back. I go put the cart in, I get the quarter, and I come back and I go, thanks for waiting. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where, this is, you just put our soft sell and our hard sell together. <laughs> like, you, like, <laughs> you're like, hey, I'm going to fucking murder you if you don't give me this quarter. And I'm just waiting for the eighth person to be like, all right, now that he threatened to kill you, here's the reason why. Now we'll use that last quarter and get you signed up. And now just for $2 more a month, every month, then you get to still be a stranger. Like, isn't this great? Aren't you glad that this man yelled at you? It's insane to me that it started as a joke, but that's actually how I met my first wife. (laughs) 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 And it's all fun and games until you, you know, threaten somebody and you fall in love and, Cries off be the best rom-com like it's it's like um what was the what's the ben affleck movie where they're the town where he like uh-huh. robs that chick and then they like it's that but only like it's very out in the open <clears throat> yeah and i hope that the, like the whole film lasts 20 minutes this fall <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all fun and games until you're getting robbed in the parking lot of an Aldi's, and what gets stolen is your heart. <laughs> I hope he expected to get a quarter, and what he got was a whole new life. She's a shopper, and he's a robber. <laughs> She's in her. She- can't steal me love. I love it when it's like not even a pun. Like, like people are like, oh yeah, they were trying to make a reference, but something went terribly wrong. Oh shit. All right. Well, that's a good little good little joke to end it on. Uh so that's good. So I mean we're like just short of an hour. Like how we turned nothing into an hour, which is good. Um, that's the kind of content we can get. I'm gonna just take out a random chunk of this episode. Uh, so like you have to you have to become a stranger to get the whole thing. So like we're gonna cut a chunk out, and I'm not gonna tell you what chunk it is, but like there's gonna be a chunk of this episode missing, and then you're gonna be like, Oh, I should probably spend two dollars just to see what's missing. And then that's what the whole point of it is. So for $2 a month, you can get the full unedited thing. Uh, For $5, you can get the video of us looking at each other and laughing. Um, And then for $20, it's going to be a a rotating, like whatever we feel. So like this month, it's a sermon. Like we're going to like give you a sermon. Uh, We've talked about maybe scantily clad pictures of ourselves. Uh, So like whatever gets you to give us $20 a month, we'll figure it out. Hey, if you give us $20 a month for an extended amount of time, you can tell us what you want and we'll give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down on it. I like that it's just it for twenty dollars a month, whatever you want. Yeah. You're, you're the you're you're a full tier stranger. <laughs> a be stranger. stranger. But yeah, so I mean be a stranger, tell a stranger. Um Tell everybody about it. Share it. Even if you just want to share it the free for people, because this is fun and ridiculous, share it. Be a good God. Good God, be a good God. See a God, be a God. But don't friggin' use APA. Don't. <laughs> just don't do it. And then here's, here's, here's the lesson of the, the episode, for real, is um, a lot of people, when they say goodbye, or like they're like, hey, don't be a stranger. You, we want you to be a stranger. If somebody's not a stranger, then you're like, hey, why are you not a stranger? We want you to forcibly make people to be a stranger. So like, if you're listening to this uh, at Thanksgiving with your family, 
and your aunt's like, oh, the kids in the basement. You're like, yeah, they're all strangers. They all pay $2 a month. Hey, and I don't know about you, right, but I will be playing this entire episode for my family at the dinner table. And I will say nobody eats till we're done. I said nobody touches the food. Nobody looks at the turkey till we're done listening to the episode. And I'm going to pay the $2 a month so that whole chunk that's missing, you have to listen to that too. It's not even going to be the shortened version. That's two minutes of beef sounds to you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So for the serious part, do you have anything to promote? uh at all or are you just like everybody else and we're all yeah. like dead there's no shows right now sorry <laughs> uh what's your social media joe briggs if you want to share it to people because here's oh, the my... thing you're already an international man of mystery because your real last name isn't briggs and it took me like two years to know that so yeah i mean like you you hide behind lies anyways um so you might as well give away all your information uh, the Instagram and Facebook are Joe is also here. And then uh, if you're bored and you want to watch some YouTube videos that were hastily made, check out Flamengo City on YouTube. Flamengo City Comedy or Flamengo City. One of them. One of them's a nail salon. You'll get so there. You'll find it. You'll just find Google it. it. You're dedicated. If you made it this far in the podcast, just keep going. Dig yeah. deeper. Go to, the, go to the YouTube channel. Then go to Ray's websites. Yeah, who is RayRoberts.com? That's the hub for everything. Uh, this will be on there. You can get to the Patreon through there too at some point. I'll put it on there. By the time you hear this, I will put this on my website, which I probably should have done already. <laughs> like, so there's there's at no point that you need to know this, but this is what you get when you are a uh, stranger is you get all of this. But also, uh, this has been Comedy Mushroom Colt. Everybody have a blessed evening. If you liked anything that you heard on this podcast or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode, uh, the things that we cut out, the good stuff that we uh, saved for our strangers, and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh, live and in person ad-free with no edits at all, patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R.